Wake Up with Patty Catter. I love the show. I never miss an episode. It's the best. I turn it on and turn it up. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter. Everybody, I am really excited today because I have my personal podcast mentor on the show today. Mike Young is joining us. Mike, welcome to the show. Patty, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. You guys, Mike is the makeover <laughs> master, like the makeover master. It's it sounds it sounds kind of lame, doesn't it? Like the the makeover master. People think I do home decorating or <laughs> home design or something. I guess. No, I picture like I don't know if if you're a woman, you especially probably have seen these makeovers, like with clothing and things. We're not going to go there. I would never torture Mike to make him take me shopping for clothes. <laughs> never. <laughs> but um, I won't Mike, put on makeup either. <laughs> that I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> Although that might be a good challenge for you. Um, you guys, he make makes over um, websites and podcasts. I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more in detail about that, though, um, because I don't want to really mess that up. His words are a lot better than mine when explaining his business. But Mike, before we get going too deep, could you tell our listeners just a little bit about where you grew up and how you were um, as a kid, basically? Yeah, you know, I grew up uh, in a suburb of Portland, Oregon. Uh, I was actually born in Tennessee, but but moved to Portland at a very young age, like two. I always thought I was going to be a professional baseball player, like from a very early age, ever since I can remember, really. Uh, that was I, I really didn't have a plan B. I would say that school was school was an unnecessary like thing that I had to do just so I could keep playing baseball. So, um, you know, the first 23 years of my life, uh, all the way through college, I thought I was going to be a professional baseball player and, and it didn't work out. I ended up, uh, tearing a ligament in my elbow in my freshman year of college. And that was kind of my first identity loss. I, I would say is like, I kind of had to say, okay, this, this whole thing that I built my life around isn't going to work out. Uh, what the heck am I going to do next? I might as well actually go to school and get a job or, uh, you know, what, what, what was that next chapter of my life going to be? But that was, that was pretty much it growing up. You know, it was, it was baseball and it was a little bit of girls as I got older, you know, and, and, but it was, it was very laser focused on one thing until I realized that wasn't going to work out for the rest of my life. That must have been a pretty big game changer for you because I know when I was growing up, I thought I'll do this one thing and shit happened. Yeah. And I don't know how that, I don't know how that came about, to be honest. I mean, I, I think I've always been that way. Like when I was a little kid and eating meals, I would always eat one thing at a time. I would eat the chicken and then I would eat the potatoes and then I would eat the corn. And, and it's like, my brain seems to be hardwired that way. It's like, I have to kind of like Ben Affleck in the accountant. If you've ever seen that movie, it's like, I have to finish the puzzle. I have to, I have to finish one thing at a time before I can move on to the next. And that first chapter of my life was really, I, I had to become a pro baseball player, even though it didn't end up happening. I just didn't have a backup plan. I'm not very good at backup plans either. It's like, I'm, I'm fully committed all or nothing. You know, that's kind of how I'm wired. Mm -hmm. So what changed? I mean, as soon as you discovered, geez, I'm not going to be able to do this. You know, I'm not going to be able to play baseball. What do you do next? You know, I had a friend who was in the mortgage business at the time and she was like, I think I was looking for a job. And so I was asking friends kind of like you, you network and, and do all those things. 
And she's like, I think you'd be really great at what I do. And she was making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And so that, you know, as a, as a kid, you know, coming out of college, that just seemed like, well, that's what I want to do. I want to make lots of money. You know, I think just like everybody else, I believed that the past, the path was go to high school, you go to college, you, you make a lot of money, you get a big house, you get married, you have two kids, and then somehow magically you're going to be happy. Um, and I went into the mortgage business. I ended up starting my own company with, with five partners and we built it from the ground up from scratch to uh, 250 employees, 10 offices in less than five years. And I had all those things. I had the house, I had the wife, I had the, the business, um, but I was miserable. You know, I was, I was going to the office 70, 80 hours a week. Um, at the time, my, my son was one year old and I just, I just had had enough. I was just going into the office and it was the last place I wanted to be. I was, I was really not happy in that kind of nine to nine cube life environment. I had uh, three to 400 emails a day coming at me from the company. I was in charge of helping people market and brand themselves and sell their business, you know, like how do, how do you become a, a loan officer and differentiate yourself? And I went home one night and I told my wife, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And my wife's, my wife's kind of a baller. She just goes, well, then just quit. And in less than two weeks, I was out of the mortgage business. And uh, it was a powerful time in my life because I, I quit and I didn't have a back, I didn't have a plan. I didn't, I, all I knew is I didn't want to be doing that. I didn't mm -hmm. want I didn't want to wake up 18 years later and have my son not really know his dad. You know, I didn't want to be that, that dad was always at the office. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that was kind of, you know, my path to start the entrepreneurial journey. So this past Christmas, I won a gift from Zach Babcock. It was mm -hmm. um, his little course. And that's kind of how I connected with Mike. Mike is really encouraging. He is in Zach's group and um, he's always throwing information out there. And I noticed one day that Mike offered like a five minute critique of your website, basically. And I was like, oh man, I already knew I had some things to fix, but I wanted somebody who would legit tell me without sugarcoating it. Cause you know, you ask your friends, you're like, what do you think of the website? Oh, looks great. Looks like crap. You guys <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and, uh, you, you know, I just wanted somebody who was going to be honest and somebody that I would appreciate their input. And I looked at Mike's stuff. I looked at his website. I looked at some of the people that he's worked with and I'm like, Whoa, I'm going to take him up on this offer. So I did and have been amazed by all of the great advice that Mike has given me. And the best thing that I like about him is he will point out things when I do something wrong. So I actually really appreciate that. And one of the things that I'll just toss out there for you guys listening is if you have a mentor and they suggest you do something, I suggest you do what they're telling you to do. Because if you don't follow their advice, then you're not going to grow and get anywhere. And that's, I mean, originally why you signed up with them, right, Mike? Well, I would say with one caveat, make sure your mentors actually done what you're trying to do. You yeah. know, um, there's a lot of people giving very bad advice out there that are trying to coach people and life coach people, and they haven't done it themselves yet. And mm -hmm. So just make sure that when you pick a mentor, that it's in alignment with you, they've already done what you're trying to accomplish for yourself. And, uh, and then really you, you do need to kind of dig in and, and stop listening to all the noise. Cause there's so many places today that we can get our information from. 
Um, so it becomes, it becomes disinformation, you know, it's like, you don't, you're not able to tell the the forest through the trees um, if you consume too much like I did. And, and that's really, you know, I know your podcast is, is uh, all about overcoming adversity, but, but my mortgage business before I quit was, was failing. And I knew it, I could see the writing on the wall. My bank accounts were dwindling. I was dumping a whole bunch of money back into the company. Um, and when I quit, we went from liquid millionaire to $200,000 in debt in less than six months. And so I kind of found myself in my second form of like identity loss. You know, I kind of went from, I, w- I had everything I was supposed to have and now I'm dead broke, well, you know, more than broke, you know, I'm in debt and, and it was a crushing blow for me. Um, and I had to go through an eight and a half year period where I spent a couple hundred thousand dollars buying books and courses and seminars and, and went to every event I could afford, um, trying to figure out how to, how to become a successful entrepreneur, how to run my business. You know, I had that, that dream that everybody has, you know, how do you, how do you do what you love to do on your time with only clients that you want to take on? And how does money kind of magically appear in the bank account? Um, I actually thought it was going to be easy because I'd already built a company from scratch. I found myself almost a decade in, a couple hundred thousand dollars later, and I was still, I was even more confused than ever because I'd, I'd almost over-accumulated knowledge. I'd, I had books and courses and all this stuff, and yet my business still wasn't working. Um, and I had to go through a process to make myself over. That's That's where it began. I realized at the end of the decade, it was because I had significant personal resistance. Um, a lot of, you know, people call them mindset issues or they might call them personal blocks, but that the trauma of losing a million bucks in less than six months, it just, it, it messed me up for a long time psychologically. And I had to kind of make over myself. I had to, I had to deal with those issues I was afraid to deal with. And that's kind of where the makeover master came from. It was like, you have to make over yourself before any tools or tactics or strategy will ever work for your business. Oh, yeah. um, so we, we do makeover websites, we make over brands, but, but more, more than anything else, I work with small business owners and entrepreneurs. And a lot of times there's something personally holding them back that they just don't, they don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just deal with those issues one at a time. And, and eventually the business starts clicking. Mm-hmm. One of the great things that I like about you, Mike, is when we had our first meeting after that five minute call or five minute video that you did for me, you pretty much were like, you know, you have these numbers, you have this and this, what's holding you back? And I didn't understand at the time, but I definitely do now after talking with you, um, those listening know I love volunteering for people and helping people. And one of the things that I, I felt guilty about was promoting myself and promoting my show. And Mike was like, Hey, you know, the better you do, the more people you can help. And as soon as I flipped that switch, I was like, Oh, I mean, obviously I want to help our family, you know, my family too. And I want to, you know, go on more vacations and I want to do this and that. But, um, Mike was great at helping me pinpoint exactly what was going on. And I think it's because of his experience too, that he can do that yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're crazy creatures, right? And, and the resistance shows up in, in these weird, awkward ways. And it's not always what you think. Sometimes it's, it's little feelings of guilt, like you said about, I don't want to be overly promotional, or I don't want to do this, or I don't, I don't want to show off all my clients that I've helped. 
But a lot of times, if you don't have the foundations of business set and you don't even understand what those foundations are, those are actually the things that are attracting people to you and and taking the first step and buying from you. You need to understand these foundations, you know, how to build authority and position yourself and how to persuade people um, and persuade people ethically so that you can you can do what you love to do and do a whole lot more of it put a lot of money in the bank. And then, then from that place, your, your emotions, your mindset, they kind of all regulate when you're not stressed out. If you can afford Starbucks that day, you know, those, and, and I think, I think the thing is that I went through all of it. And so I, I see different resistance in people and sometimes it's a, a spouse and sometimes it's internal feelings. And sometimes it's a trauma that happened sometimes as early as childhood that they just haven't dealt with and, and let go of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, you've made me feel a lot better too. Like, I feel like I have so much more self-confidence even because, mm-hmm. um, after talking with you, Mike, I sat down and I started writing some of my accomplishments and I ended up with pages and I was like, mm-hmm. Whoa, I actually am a badass. Like Mike said. <laughs> well, it's so funny because we don't, we don't, what I find is that everybody is like, I'm, I, I have some really weird abilities, but one of them is I can see people's potential and, and I can also see the power of their existing story right off the bat a lot of times. And, but we don't see it in ourselves. You know, we don't ever take a step back and say, what have I actually done over the last 10 years? What are all the, what's all the adversity I've faced and and the obstacles I've overcome. And when you do that, it's a powerful exercise because you're like, wow, I remember the time I had to sell the car to uh, pay my team, or I drove uh, 500 miles to catch my wife's cat that had gotten lost. You know, like I've done some weird stuff and you kind of put it together in a story. Like if you were going to create a movie about yourself and then you see it and you're like, oh my gosh. And that's what I saw with you, Patty, is like, as soon as you told me your story, it's like, I, I got emotional because you've overcome so many things and you just sometimes people don't recognize how strong they actually are and how much they've already done uh, until they take that time to reflect a little bit. Well, you are amazing. And anybody listening, if you need a a business uh, makeover, definitely contact Mike. I just see he had a little peeper in the background. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got kids, kids in school, you know, and so the online school with the COVID these days. So I'm going to have to um, interview her next. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, a, she's a peach. <laughs> uh, um, so what is one of the most satisfying things that you've experienced just helping people experience this makeover that you give them? Mm. I think, you know, we you kind of touched on it in the sh- in, early in the show. Um, I always liked those extreme home makeover shows and like um, even the even the makeup transformation shows. It's like watching. I would describe it as watching the spark come back into people's lives like it's in there um, for almost everybody. It's It's like this process of reclaiming it and some somewhere early on, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of going through life as a kid and you just try different stuff and you're not beating yourself up if you do something wrong and you're just a kid. Uh, but then you go into school and you're told to, you know, stand in line and sit down and shut up and pay attention. And, and that conditioning over time leads people to a place where they don't accept themselves and they don't, they, they feel like they're always doing something wrong. Cause that's kind of how we're brought up is like, Oh, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. And so 
a lot of times this reclaiming who's in there is like an, an unlayering process. It's removing stuff that's gotten built over the top of you. And, and I always enjoy when I can see the spark come back, when I can see that twinkle in the eye that the person's like, Hey, I, I'm actually a hell of a lot stronger than I think. And I think I've got something here. You know, um, your, your show has a tremendous amount of listeners. And even that you just didn't, you didn't even really see the power of your audience and stuff from, from your perspective. You were just like, Oh, I've, I got, you know, no big deal. I've got 750,000 active listeners. Oh, that's not a big deal. And, and it's like, that blows my mind. I'm just like, do you even know the percentage of people that have grown an audience that big? And it's very, very small. And so if I can help people just admit the truth to themselves and see their own awesomeness, then I feel like I've done my job. You're awesome, Mike. I keep saying that. Mm. You really are. Um, where can people go to your, like, I know you can go to the website for you. What is your website? It's themakeovermaster.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn and Clubhouse and YouTube and all the, those places. Um, I, I try not to hang out on social as much anymore. Uh, just because I feel like it's a trap for a lot of people and a very addictive trap. Um, and that's, that's part of why, why I love doing what I do is, is helping people kind of reclaim themselves, reclaim their business so that they can do what they actually want to do, which is a lot of times just being present with their family and friends and having cool experiences and doing cool things. And are you still giving away that five minute, um, free console? It's not really a console. What do you call it? It's still on my site as we record this podcast, but it's mm-hmm. soon to be gone. Okay. <laughs> and so, okay. um, and it's the only reason it's going to be gone is we're, we're, um, I'm running into some, you know, personal time and, and it's really, we're getting a lot of requests for that. And, uh, and I, I want to stay focused on my, my clients and make sure mm-hmm. that I'm giving them my very best. And so, uh, there's a ton of free resources on the site. There's, there's about to be a new course that's going to be on the site that people can, can get access to the foundations and, and understand this stuff. Um, but if anybody wants to connect, they can definitely find me on social or find me at the makeovermaster.com. Awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being on the show. Is there anything that you'd like to add? I would add, let's, let's say, I always like to tell people you got one life life is short, you know, like I think it it's, decide what you want, accept yourself and love yourself enough to, to fully go after it. You know, it's if, if 2020 and this year's taught us anything, I hope it's that, uh, life is too short to do something that you don't love to do. Um, the hard thing is the, the decision, you know, that's, that's the thing that everybody struggles with figuring out all these little moving pieces of the game. It's like, you'll, you'll figure it out if you just stay consistent at it. So decide what you want and go get it. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not worth it. Great advice. And everybody, again, go to Mike's website. We're going to have um, his website information in the show notes and on the screen, if you're watching and Mike, thank you again. And everybody, I just cannot talk so as highly, I don't even know, my tongue is getting twisted. I don't do this. <laughs> I don't get too emotional very often, but Mike has been extremely helpful to me. And, um, I just cannot thank him enough. And it's funny because I've had all sorts of people on my show and I've never gotten nervous, but this show I've been a little bit nervous because <laughs> I know when we're I done, I'm gonna, why. I don't know why <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to ask you like, what should I have done differently? Um, because you're my mentor. 
Um, and I really respect that. I mean, you've taken a lot of time to help me. And I mean, I've met celebrities, I've met all sorts of people and never once have gotten nervous. And this time I was a tiny bit nervous. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think, I think the one thing that, that I'd also close with is, is everything always seems to work out in your favor. You know, it's like all timing is perfect. And even the, even the mistakes or the, the times where things don't go your way, there's always a learning lesson. There's always some kind of golden nugget that comes from those things. So there's just no reason to be nervous. It's like, if you can, if you can like get really, really clear on what you're going after and why that means something to you, um, then you can do a lot of good in this world and watch the, the ripple kind of effect, you know, start to impact other people's lives in a positive way. That's really true. You always have something good. Uh, well, thank you again, Mike, for being on the show and everybody, thank you so much for listening and be sure to tune in every Friday morning and, um, tell all your friends and family members about the show. Thank you again for tuning in and listen to wake up with Patty Catter on your favorite podcast, Amazon TV, Roku, and a whole bunch of other places. Find me on social media. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Thanks, Patty. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Follow Patty at Patty Catter on Facebook and Instagram. Get social. You can now watch Wake Up with Patty Catter on Amazon TV and Roku. It's the only podcast I listen to. Be sure to check out Patty's apparel line, The Patriotic Mermaid at thepatrioticmermaid.com and on social media at The Patriotic Mermaid. I love it. Special thanks to Patty's content creator, Alina. Alicia Thompson. Thanks for all that you do. Visit ThompsonCreate.com for all your marketing and design inquiries. 